come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be closing out this powerful, word-spirit-packed production that Sister Bennett put on, my lovely wife. So to you, job well done. God is happy. He's smiling up in heaven, and the devil is mad because we are reaching the young generation. I want to leave you with this one nugget, Proverbs 6, 6 through 19. And it reads, there are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are abomination to him. I don't want you to get it confused. The six and the seven are two different things. The seven are abomination, which means they are worse than hate. Seven that are abomination to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among the brothers and sisters. Simply put, that is the definition of a bully and a group of bullies. People that do these seven things, or any one of them, it's an abomination to the Lord. In 2 Timothy 1-7, through For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Now sit back and get ready to enjoy this final lesson on this great series, The Whole Armor of God, The Spiritual Health Checkup. Well, hello, our loyal listeners. As we close out the summer and school begins, or have already begun for some, we thought we'd bring in two special guests to discuss a serious topic that has taken place in our schools and online, bullying. We know that hurting people hurt others, but this does not give anyone who is hurting the right to abuse or bully someone else. Whether bullying in person or bullying through social media, it's not right. Our special guests are Kayla, who experienced bullying at a younger age, and Melina, who experienced bullying this past school year. We'll use the same questions where the answers will show the different perspectives of bullying. Let's give these two ladies a round of applause for their bravery to share with us. Okay, let's get down to it. So, Melina, we are so glad to have you here in the PNT Podcast Studio. We know that you faced some hard times at the end of 2021 and into 2022, both in your personal life and in your school life. We're here today to talk about your challenges that took place in school. Tell us about that. Hello, everyone. I'm here to tell my story about getting bullied and how it affected me. Thank you so much for wanting to share that experience. We know it could not have been easy trying to perform at your best in school and to have this taken place. But thank God you're still here to tell your story. Some kids won't get the opportunity to tell their story. So thanks again. Okay, how old were you and what grade were you in when the bullying started? I was 14 and in the eighth grade. Were your bullies your friends at first? Yes, at first we were friends, but now realize that everybody is not your friend, especially when these so-called friends wanted me to do and say things that wasn't in my character. Since you felt that they were your friends, how did they change towards you? 
They started talking about me and blaming me and accusing me of physically threatening someone over text. They started talking about me behind my back and constantly judging me for things and making me feel guilty and I shouldn't have to because I didn't do anything wrong. And the last straw was coming after me on social media. It took a little while, but now I know who I am. So how did this make you feel? I had anxiety and it was very overwhelming. When I think back on it, I was in a dark place and I felt regret. Why did you feel regret? Because I should not have been a part of that group. My mind wasn't as strong as it is now. Now I know the difference between friends and bullies, fake friends and real friends. When this bullying was happening, did you talk to anyone? I talked to my mom and she took me back to the old school way. By boosting my confidence, she was my hype squad and my number one and she had my back. And also my big supportive family was there for me and they helped me to understand what was going on and to help me see that it wasn't my fault. Before you talked to your mom and your family, were you scared? I was scared to tell someone because I thought they would look at me differently, but I learned that you should never be scared to talk to your parents or family members because they know you and will always have your back. Were you embarrassed to be bullied? Very. I felt pressured to be in that group, and when I was seen with them, I knew they weren't the right group for me, but I didn't know how to handle it or leave the group. Did anyone in school notice the bullying, and did they help? Yes, a few people noticed and cared about my well-being and mental health because they saw that I was struggling. And I noticed there was more support coming my way and lifting me once I left the group. But then there were people that knew me and ignored it. So how did you end up leaving the group? I ended up leaving the group because I realized that I had a different mindset than theirs. And I knew they were fake and weren't truly my friends. I also walked away because I knew they wanted me wanted to see me fail. And I moved on so I could be better. What can you share to help others who may be experiencing bullying? Boost your self-esteem and build confidence within yourself. Know who you are. Stay out of your own head. Meaning, don't let others get in your mind space. And don't let them change you. And talk. And again, talk to your parents or your school counselor. Because my school counselor really helped me because she knew me. Make sure that you can talk to someone you trust. Don't hide your feelings and share them because you never know what someone has to offer and they can give tips to help you get through it. Remember, you are beautifully and wonderfully made, period. Yeah, it's like that. Thank you so much for your transparency, Melina, and sharing you. I'm sure this will help another teen who may experience bullying. Take a listen to this song and we'll be right back with Kayla, who will share her story. So Kayla, we are so glad to have you here with us here in the PNT Podcast Studio. For our loyal listeners, you are an adult and a mother. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me on the PNT Podcast. Hi, everybody. Like she said, my name is Kayla Stewart with Bully But Unbroken. Tell us about Bullied and Unbroken. Bully But Unbroken was founded in 2012 after um, I had experienced bullying, my mom had experienced bullying, and my sister experienced some forms of bullying. 
Okay, so now let's get down to it. How old were you or what grade were you in when the bullying started? Well, bullying for me started in pre-K and lasted all the way till about the middle of 12th grade. I am so saddened that this happened to you at such a young age. How did you get through it being so young? I definitely have to give credit to my support system and the few teachers that were there that I could lean on. And then, of course, you know, my church family, village, and everybody praying for me and praying that I would make it through. All right. So now with it being so young and going through almost your full school career, um, how did this make you feel? I think I felt everything but happiness. I was definitely suicidal. I was depressed. I felt withdrawn, worthless, and it got to the point where I just was not myself. How did you get past these feelings? My main outlet was music. I would come home and I would go in my room and just play on my keyboard, um, try to write music, make music, listen to music. Music was definitely my outlet. That is good because music does do, uh, it's great for the soul and it definitely does soothe and calm a lot of our fears. Absolutely. So when this bullying was happening, did your parents believe you? Yes, and it was actually my parents who noticed the change. Um, I am usually a happy, laid-back type of person. And I remember my mom telling some of her friends, you know, when I go and talk about my bullying experience, I remember her telling me that her and my father were noticing that I was coming home and going straight to my room. I wasn't speaking to them. I didn't want to go to school. I was sad. I just was not myself. So they were actually the ones who noticed that I was being bullied. And then that's when I kind of, okay, yeah, you guys are right. This is what's going on. Okay. It's always good to have the parents there to notice things. So before you talk to your parents, were you scared for yourself and were you scared to go to school? Oh, absolutely. I did not want to go to school. Even when I was at school, um, I remember one incident. I was in the cafeteria and a girl came up to me and put me in a headlock. No reason, just, I guess, to be funny in front of the cafeteria. And that day I went in the bathroom and called my parents from a cell phone that they got me just in case these instances happened. And I called and I was like, I want to, you know, go home. And they came and got me. And I don't think I went to school the next day or next two days. See, I was definitely terrified. Oh, kids can be so cruel. I am so, so sorry this happened. This is really disheartening to me, but I know that it's out there and I'm so glad that you're here and bold enough to talk to us about it. So were you embarrassed to be bullied? Absolutely. Because at the time when you're being bullied, you know, it's, you, you feel like you're the only one that's going through it. So I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, nobody else is sad, depressed, being picked on. So I literally thought it was something that was only happening to me. Oh, wow. Did anyone else in the school notice it? I know you said you looked around and you didn't see anybody else experiencing, but did any of the, anybody in leadership notice in the bullying? Um, I'm not sure they really noticed. I did reach out to some teachers, but I mean, you know, there's so much going on at school that I just don't think that that was something that was a priority to certain people at the time. Okay. So now I know that you said that bullying happened from pre-K almost up until you graduated. So now how did that affect you with that long span of bullying I mean, was there any normal normalcy during school? Um, there were moments where 
I, it got to one point where I literally was doing anything I could to try to fit in. But that's not who I was and that's not who God called me to be. So yeah, throughout my entire school career, up until about the middle of high school, I wasn't comfortable. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what Kayla looked like. And that wasn't until after years after I graduated high school that I really came into who I'm supposed to be. Well, praise God you came into it. Most people don't make it that far. So we are thankful for that. Let me ask you this. As a mom, how do you protect your children from being bullied? Um, I definitely think that because, you know, bullying is not something that can be stopped. It's not something that we can control. But as far as being a parent and definitely being a mom now, I definitely want my child to know that I am always here. I want to keep an open line of communication and start affirmations at a young age. Like, I mean, you might not think that they understand, but they understand more than you think. So looking at your child and telling him or her that, you know, they're beautiful, they're smart, they're destined to be great, you know, they're talented. I think that goes a long way and encouraging them too, because you know how we are with our parents, you know, you want to tell them all everything, but encouraging them and having people around them that they know that if they can't come and talk to you, they can go talk to the next person or the next person until they get to somebody who will listen and who will, you know, speak up on their behalf. Yes, because that is so important. They need to know that they have someone in their corner. Now, as an adult and as we close out and you look back, what can you share to help others who may be experiencing bullying? Um, I know it sounds cliche, but honestly, if you see something, say something. It does not hurt to speak up for someone because as we know, and as I have realized getting older, the bullies themselves, nine times out of 10, also have something going on. So even if it's trying to befriend the bully or just standing up for someone who's being bullied, that is something that you should do because, and a lot of people don't think about it, but if you don't say something, you are just as bad as the bully. If you see something going on and you're like, well, I'm not going to say nothing because I don't want to be a, you know, quote unquote snitch, you're just as bad. So if you see something, say something. And also a lot of people don't realize, but you know, cyberbullying is a form of bullying, exclusion, verbally, physically, anything. So definitely if you see something, say something. Speak up for your peers. It's not going to, there is no harm in speaking up for somebody else who cannot or may feel like they cannot speak up for themselves. Those are some really great nuggets. I am so thankful that both you and Melina were here to share your experiences. Again, we give you the love that we have here at the studio. We give you ladies the applause because you guys are going to help another one who may be experiencing bullies. So again, thank you so much for being here at the PNT Podcast Studio. Thank you. And thank you guys for having me once again. Bye. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennett. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.